Hey, everybody. I'm Chad Eckert, and that's Eric Martins. That's Josh Bennett, and we are the Fantasy Golf Pod. Find us Wednesday sometimes, but Tuesday today, cracking beer. Back to beers this week, Chad. Thank God. <laughs> Cheers to Josh. He's healthy again. Barely. Barely. He's, he's here. We are the winning golf podcast, Quagnus. I let you have a couple weeks as the one person who was <laughs> claiming to be hashtag expert before I won all the money last week, and I can now claim that I'm the expert. No chicken suit this week. I'm uh, surprised. Forgot the chicken suit at home. <laughs> all right, we're live. We're um on the internet, on YouTube. You can follow us on there, or you can find us later on iTunes. Uh, the producer of the program will copy and paste that over there shortly um and you can follow us on twitter at fantasy golf pod we're tweeting stuff he's at jish swish quagnus is out there um and we are like i said winning hashtag mega profits over one thousand dollars i won one thousand two hundred and fifty dollars on DraftKings somehow last week <laughs> um and i've already decided what to do with the money boys yeah look at that <laughs> i'm buying T-shirts. So I already put $250 from the winnings into um, marketing budget, and I'm going to put that money into some local business around by my house that makes T-shirts, and then I'm going to give them to people for a giveaway. So this is what it looks like. It's this blue color. If you are on YouTube, you can see it's just our logo. It's pretty normal. It's not that big a deal. It's kind of fun. Um, and to win this T-shirt, you can retweet us on Twitter. I'm going to start adding up who retweets us and on the day of the masters pod which will be wednesday that week of masters we will uh give away we'll do some drawings so start retweeting start doing Sweet. itunes reviews it's been over a year i saw since the last person wrote a review on itunes <laughs> we never care <laughs> so maybe we should have people do that in order to get into a drawing i've heard people say that before but ultimately if you want one of these t-shirts being displayed on the screen, you should send me a DM. I'm at Edina Realty because I'm a realtor for Edina Realty with the initials C-H-E. So send me a DM and just say, I want one of those shirts because I would rather give it to someone who wants it. Great idea. Yeah, it costs money to make it and send it. it so I would not want to send it to someone who will not wear it proudly. Quagnus, will you wear it proudly? Absolutely. Okay. I wear, cool. I wear all our fantasy golf pod gear proudly. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Did you need those profits to get yourself back above even? I did actually. Um, I think I'm above water now, finally, for the wow. 2023 season, which is, you know, it's important to be above water, Josh. But also, it's not like that at all because this is not something we're playing for ROI. I'm doing this True. as the lottery each week, throwing a hundred bucks or more or whatever. This last week was 175, which is stupid, but I did it, and it turned into over a thousand dollars profit. Josh, winning money is so easy. It is. God, wow, look at you. I did not tell my wife that I won. I was smart. smart. Yeah, because I had done this in the past. It was a mistake. <laughs> my wife does this occasionally she'll uh on on sunday if i'm watching golf uh and she sees it she'd be like oh are we winning millions this week and i i just even if i even if i did you just gotta say no you know correct yeah, yeah. no exactly so <laughs> it took a lot in me because i'm like get, i'm i you know tweeted it out screenshotted the stuff and i'm getting the text and the notifications and i'm kind of having fun with it and i'm like hiding it and hiding my excitement from my wife there at home. Uh, just I do want to take this $1,250 and use it, like I said, $250 towards T-shirts. And then we're putting $1,000. We're earmarking all of $1,000 for the Masters, boys. Wow. So we're going to have $1,000 in entries to just blow all of this at the Masters. So, uh, so you, have to, uh, you have to deposit for this week then? Um... <laughs> maybe i was i wasn't going to talk about the fact that if i end up with less than a thousand by the time the masters rolls around that i will be depositing that that that, that, was, that was me saying that you had basically had to deposit the last few weeks and your only profits were the one thousand you just 
Uh, I won't lie. I probably had like $2 left in my account. So I did put it all out there last week. Um, either way, we're playing in a listener's league. We put one together for the match play because it's different. Sure. It's fun. It's $20 versus 40 people. Martins, would you ever put $20 on match play? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, it's also the Punta Corrales, Punta Cana, Punta tournament this week. We can talk about that at the end of the pod. Uh, I've listened to some content. We're already up against 4.15 on a Tuesday afternoon. Do we have time to go through all the pods? Like, are we doing that, Josh? No. Yeah. Well, for the you don't really need to for the match play. Everybody says the exact same things, right? They say, <laughs> say, "Oh, I just I just did the thing you hate, and I didn't even know I said it, and I didn't notice I was gonna. Say, I did the right thing, which is what the no the like you talk and you just throw a right in there. Oh That's yeah, like, don't do the right. Thing. You hate that fucking. I just noticed I did it. Oh, it's Sorry. so Side irritating. Uh, they Anytime, they yeah. all say the same things. They say. You got to build optimally. You can, you can't have four people from the same side, and then they say, "Oh, you got to have good putters, and you got to have people that are good at match play." Everybody mm. says the same thing. Okay. So I mean, you only have to listen. You know what you should do if you're going to listen to a show? Just two options. One, just pick your favorite person and watch that show. You don't have to watch the rest because they all say the same thing. Yeah. Or close your eyes and magically pick one and then watch that one. Hmm. And then don't watch any other ones. Okay. Well, you're, Save your time. There's a few people watching this one. Quagnus. Yeah, uh, we're not going to say what they say, I don't think, are we? Maybe we will. Oh, maybe. Uh, there are free squares this week, I've I've discovered. Oh, free yeah, squares. Because there's people that are automatically going to advance based on the, qua- the little, uh, what do we call them, pod that they're in. They're all separated into pods. Sure. Um, and therefore, should you now... We should talk about the, who the free squares are and if you should use them or not. Because, like Josh said, I mean, it's golf. It's also match play. And to, we got to figure out their motivations and all the other things that go into making decisions about who will advance. But it is clear to me that in the bottom left here, if you're looking at the screen on YouTube, this um, Patrick Cantley quadrant corner pod looks like patrick cantlay might be one of the free squares there quagnus do you like cantlay to come out of there yeah i mean that's you know he's playing birdie brian cagely and nick taylor i mean yeah cantlay he's a killer cantlay the Mm -hmm. killer that's what we say and even if he does advance he has to go against sam burns is going to be the toughest competition or seamus power potentially adam scott or adam hadwin uh it feels like you know cantlay will uh, kill his way to what would be the sweet 16 and then the elite eight and in the elite eight he has to you know eventually face someone for real maybe but it looks like Cantley could be an easy click to get out to the elite eight boom you're already out there got an elite eight player easy how much is he 10-7 yeah so you might have to spend some money to get him but you're gonna get a little bit of the free two rounds out of him hopefully other free squares on the other side of the board it looks like the number four 15 seed right now is cam young and according to my math it looks like he's in one of the shittiest pods so cam young comes in playing straka connors and davis thompson using webb's old caddy paul tesori oh oh yeah have you heard that one josh i did not know that i was wondering where he oh oh, no oh no yeah yeah uh i thought you were talking about thompson for some reason Uh, yeah i did know cam young uh had tesori i like that I think it's going to be helpful. Do you, uh, I saw a theory that it's going to be a uh, Scotty Scheffler situation. Scotty Scheffler was just kind of hanging around, decent guy, kind of win- not winning, but he's like top 10, top 10, top 10. Gets uh, Mr. Ted Scott and bam, number one. This is kind of what uh, Cam Young's doing. Just kind of top 10s, top 15s, top 20s. Who was his caddy before? We, do we even know who it was? It doesn't matter. No. He so he now he gets a proven caddy. I think. I mean, I, Webb's pretty good, right? Or he was. Gets this proven guy. Is he going to be number one now? Cam Young's got a good swing, man. Yeah, he could do it. He was finished second in two majors last year. It was Chad Reynolds was the old caddy who took over for Young's bag back on uh, in the Open in July. This Chad Reynolds guy once was a Keegan Bradley uh, bagger, and then he also 
was a beggar for uh, VJ Singh. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he's Cameron probably going to get out a, a good bag eventually too. Either way, I think you do kind of all want to like perform for the for the guy, you know, like you start, yeah. you know. So it is obvious that this is happening to Scotty Scheffler. It's happening to other players, switch caddies. But I think you got a free square there with Cam Young. What about Finau? He's also kind of in the same area of the bracket, but he's underneath. The reason why I think Finau might be a free square is because he's going against Kitayama, Moronk, and Bez, who kind of all suck. And then if he advances there, all he has to do is beat Will Zalatoris, potentially, if he can even advance past Fox, English, or Putnam. If we're Granted, calling this a putting contest, aren't we a little nervous about Finau and Zalatoris? Yeah. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> well, Zalatoris is average on tour and putting, and Tony Finau can find it every once in a while. A lot of these short putts that we're nervous about with these two idiots, they're going to be conceded anyway. They, uh, I, I'm told, well, yeah, they, they, he could just hit it really close. I'm told that the guys you're most scared about in match play are the guys that hit the ball like shit, and then they chip it and putt it really well, and they just destroy your brain. Because you, you hit it by them. You hit the approach close. They hit it in the trees, chip it up next to the green, and then they roll in a 50-foot putt for birdie, and you roll in a four-footer for birdie, and you tie. You know who can do that? Bez. He might might ruin Tony Finau. I'm picking Bez in a few of my brackets and my lineups, I guess. I didn't make more than one bracket. I might more than two, by the way. Yeah, Putnam's my guy, too. He's like 6,000 bucks. It's a joke. Hey, BK's in the chat. Hey, Brian Kershner, yeah. he's thankful for uh, – oh, he's happy for me, he said. Why can't I put it up? There it is. Congrats. Uh, Brian Kirshner will be our guest for the Masters, so join us then. And Brian, uh, you can win a T-shirt that I've created, um, and I'm going to be giving away by retweeting or DMing me, or what did we say? You could do some stuff. Just tell me yeah, you want. You said, D- you said DM if you want one, and you'll give it to somebody. And he'll be you'll be in the drawing. Um, okay, yeah, we're gonna be flooded. I think Zalatoris could t- potentially in Fidel like trade off who could be the free square up there, but then you also so that's three free squares that's impossible to think with the you know ROM right there, too. So I might be stupid. To that's think the that death part. group, I'm told. Group of death, <laughs> I of should death. I should put my DraftKings winnings on a t shirt. I've seen people do that. <laughs> Like when, they win, <laughs> when they win a million and I won a thousand dollars, somebody that has done that has a uh, like they just retweeted it not long ago. I don't remember who it was. Um, there's a run oh, sports guy. I know. I actually I do remember who it is, and I'm not even going to say it out loud. Don't mention people we like. Um, okay, the real free square of the entire bracket is Tyrrell Hatton. He is like nine thousand dollars, or what is he on DraftKings? Yeah, he's nine thousand, and then the other guys in his group are seven point one Henley, six point three Herbert, and six point five Griffin. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like Hatton's playing the best golf almost of anybody coming in besides Scheffler. I would say, maybe. Sure, um, I could get on board with that. Yeah, you could argue a lot of that, like whatever else. But I think the the savings you get from Hatton, the group he's in against Henley, who's been terrible, and Herbert's not that great. You got Ben Griffin's okay, even though those are my guys. It's like, holy shit, how do you not take Hatton? I took Herbert. Is that okay? Okay, so those were the free squares I came up with. Should we just talk about our DraftKings names now? Sure. Sure. Or what? what is the, uh, what's on my notes here? Top. Oh, let's do uh, – Save time and just share our lineups. Yeah, that sounds right. The first name for your lineup, Quagnus, who did you click first? Did you go 10K range? Because there's seven names in the 10K range this week. Well, my my thought process this week is in the GPPs, you're going to have to take some some risks because weird weird names are going to emerge out of these pods. But I think with having a couple of free squares and then just – just praying that those guys get, you know, out of their pod and then on to the you know the, the next couple of rounds or whatever. And I think Scott Scheffler is just how does he not? So you, he not? you took the TPG, the defending champion, the guy who won his last start out at a, the players. You picked Scotty Scheffler, who also went to college around here. 
and everything's going for Scotty. So why not pick Scotty for sure? Right. Okay. So what, Scotty, what if he's in a death pod? Dude, I mean Tom Kim, he could kill him or Norrin's. No, he can't. <laughs> that's that's the thing. I knew Tom Kim's in there, and I knew I'd get the backing of of Josh. <laughs> or any, um, the, taking anyone other. So the biggest underdog of any of the pods is Davis Riley to emerge. Davis Riley to emerge is plus six twenty-five. The biggest favorite of anybody on the entire list to emerge is Scotty Scheffler. You have to bet $125 on Scotty to win 100 back. So he's the only person that's actually you got to pay more money to win less money. Yeah, you know how that works. That's a bad bet, right? I think so, honestly. Even with his track record and his recent form and who he is and everything, like I, anything can happen. Right. To clarify, is that to get out of the pot or to win the whole damn thing? No, just to, to oh. emerge to the next round, so round of 16. Yeah, that seems like a bad bet. Crazy. Um, I don't know anything about so, betting, though. So then who'd you – so did you pair Scheffler with some free squares, or what did you say? You, you're eating I, did take Cam, I did take Cam Young. Okay. Yeah, you did. But then I had to start digging deep after that. So I, got, <laughs> I got four names in the seven range. And, by the way, I do have it all in the proper, you know, sequence with the bracket to, you know, and, and if, if everything went perfectly – I'd have four guys that meet in the final four, but I think that is the way to do it is to just pick your final four and then punt with the last two names. Right. And make sure the last two names are in just kind of the opposite side of the bracket from. Yeah. I don't even think that matters. Actually. I was thinking about that. It's like, so what if those, if you pick two guys that are going to meet whatever, you know, it doesn't matter. No. The odds are that they won't like, Right, right. And if they do, now you're looking at guaranteed points. If you got two guys facing each other after the after they got out of their pods, now you're looking at at least two more rounds of points. I mean, ideally, there's obvious ways to make the best lineup, but it doesn't ultimately matter really. Uh, so then you dug into the seven K range. Did you pick guys that are going to the final four in your bracket, or how did how did you did you just punt your your bracket too, or what? Well, I don't know. I mean, I've only made one lineup, and so this is the one I have. So on the same side with uh, with Scott Scheffler down at the bottom, Matt Kuchar is the name I selected. I like Cash Game Cooch. Cash Game Cooch. I, I like, <clears throat> and he's playing Hovland Kirk and Siwoo Kim. Siwoo maybe scares me a little bit. I actually have some money to maybe bump up to him, but but I don't know. Kuchar, he's a he's a vet. He's not going to get rattled by anything. He's just going to truck along and do his thing, and he's not having to. I mean, he just he's playing against three other dudes. He is actually um, Hovland is the favorite to emerge from that pod, but he's uh-huh. the second favorite despite being the least or the lowest ranked. Right. So Not he, only lowest ranked, he's the cheap, obviously the cheapest too at seven point one. Perfect. So I don't know. So okay. those those would be two guys that would be. Uh, well, actually, no, they wouldn't be meeting. It would hopefully end up being Kucher and Scheffler meeting to go to the final four. Um, I, I will mention the only other name that is the lowest ranked name of a pod, but isn't is the second favorite is the Sam Birds pod with Adam Hadwin being the second favorite despite being the least or lowest. Interesting. Ranked. And now click him because that's the next seven. Characters. Yeah, of course it is for wow. Shock donkey. <laughs> All right, so then you're still with seventy five fifty left, two spots. But then okay, so Hadwin, he's going to play. No, so this could be your final four. Hadwin has to, yeah, he's got to be a final four. Oh, no, Kuchar's, Kuchar's going to play Scotty. Yes. So then you're needing, uh, you need one from that other, so you took Hoagie. So I took Hoagie, and then, <laughs> of course. And then he's here's popular. the thing is that you got, you do have me rattled because I'm kind of punting with Russell Henley in the Hatton uh, free square pod. Sure. So you're going to go with Henley. Down there as well. Okay, you well, got Montgomery in there, and you're just gonna go with Henley, huh? Where's Where's Montgomery? But Montgomery would have to play Hadwin, or uh... oh, oh yeah, that that thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, All I right. could actually, I could get off Henley because I'd have Hoagie on that on that side, and I could go off Henley and go to Montgomery. I actually kind of like that. Just headcase Spieth and angry Lowry and Mac Hughes. I think yeah. that might be actually where I go because I do have three hundred dollars left over. You do, and, sure. sure. So maybe I will go to Montgomery. Actually, let's do that. Oh, and I will mention I watched our guy Sweet Spot DFS's podcast where he reviews the optimal lineup each week. 
uh, or from the last several years. And it looked like uh, two or three out of the last five years or whatever it was, they spent all the money and won the GPP spending all the money. Well, there's my lineup. Then. Right. I was shocked. All right. Well, so that's a little chalky. Uh, does it matter if there's chalk being chalked this week or are we not worrying about ownership? Does anyone even know how to calculate ownership? Nobody can calculate it. <laughs> oh, I can. My name is Edina Real Chi, and I'm on Twitter. And I tweeted a tweet. Um, I uploaded the spreadsheet to our Discord channel. You can mess with it or calculate it or look at the average of the math or anything you want on there. But you can see right now there's two names that are above 20%, and they're both in – no, only Scotty's in Quagnus's lineup, so maybe that's not too bad. But it looks like chalk is forming on our guy Tom Hoagie. $7,700. He's 15.4%. Love that. Um, I was surprised to see Zalatoris up there, but I guess it kind of makes sense because you hate Finau and you hate his group, and so that could potentially be an easy easy click to the Elite Eight. Um, what about uh, Cameron Young? I thought would be more popular, but he's there. He's at 9,200 and at 12.7%. And let's take this all the grain of salt. There's only 64 names or something, right? Yeah, and if you look at the 6K range, there are a couple names getting some chalk. Now, I did incorporate Fanshare's ownership projections because they did produce those, but I don't know if I, how confident I am in those. So, <laughs> so uh, find this Discord or on our Discord, so go for it. Um, Josh, hey. and how did you make your lineup? I flipped a coin. No, I, I didn't do <laughs> my lineups. Uh, hold on. Before I do this, Stewie says hi and congrats to you, Chad. Stewie, thank you. You're the man, Stewie. You always retweet us, and you're just such a kind and gentle soul. Just appreciate you. Thanks for being here in the chat. Absolutely. All right, so okay. then uh, you flipped a coin. I did, I did I did. do an entire – I filled out my bracket for our squad Yeah. Uh, only, only by coin flip. So any bracket that I have will have been done by a coin flip. That's how that happened. But I did try a little harder on the DraftKings, kind of. Ah. Well, you are one of the, le- you know, I'm an expert. Eric's an expert now. We're, I am not we're an expert. Winning our league and DraftKings dollars, and you are just over there not being good, even though you, you're, yeah. you're a model guy. You're a model, not produced. <laughs> but whatever. Okay, so then who would you try with this week? Because you're, you're okay. due. I am, I am due. Maybe you I'll do him well too. this week. <laughs> it's your turn. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I did start in the above nines. Actually, I started two in the above nines now that I look at it. Yeah. Yeah. So I started with Xander. Okay. And here's my reasoning there. Huh. He's, he's, uh, as far as how he's been playing, he's just kind of been hanging around. He, he's not like top five in like you would expect him to. But it's not like people are nervous, I think, that he's hurt because he said he was hurt like a few months ago. But he's just kind of hanging around. He's getting like 15th and 20th and 30th. But so he's not elite, but he's playing pretty good. Every damn near everyone on that portion of the bracket is playing Tyrrell, right? Am I right? Yeah. I said right as a question, not right as in I'm correct. No, no, no. You actually are asking versus being a condescending fucker. Yes. That was yeah. that was a right as in am I correct? Not a know it all. The jerk. spreadsheet you just showed had had tier of like twenty some percent, right? Oh yeah. Everybody's using Tiro and Scheffler. Those are the two that are gonna get to the finals. Perfect. Okay. So I'm not playing him. And then if I just look at everybody else over there, like maybe I would pick Fitzpatrick. But he might actually be hurt. Yeah, he's dumb. He's dumb. And I'm, I don't think I'm picking Rory because I think that I think that he really does not give a fuck and he's just trying to win Augusta. So yeah. um, I'd be a little okay. nervous for that. So the only other guy that I see in that entire section that I'm like, this guy's probably good enough to win the whole section is Xander. So I picked okay. him. Is that okay? okay? Well, that's not the guy who I picked, and I definitely have an argument for my guy, but you can go ahead and have Xander in that area. Okay, I will. Okay. And then and my other 10K guy is okay. directly across from him on the other side of the bracket, Max Homa. Oh. Yeah. 
Okay. So you went with the low 10K guys to start out. All right. Well, that you're already dropped to 7,400 for your final four yeah. spots. Ooh, yep. And, I, and I stayed in the nines for the next one. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm on our squad for Cam Young. Okay. Nice. $9,200 Cam Young. We're Cam Young podcast this week. Yes, we are a Cam Young podcast. Um, and my only reason is I like the caddy change, and I think it's going to be helpful. So, yeah. Well, go. and he's good. He's actually good, and he's 9,200. It's weird. He is good. So now, now wow. we got to uh, scrape the barrel, the <laughs> bottom of the barrel. Yeah, wow. you're at 68. For okay. <laughs> I, uh, I went, I went with uh, your son, Lou. Your son's pick, Lou Herb, to oh. win the whole thing. Because we know Lucas was born in October. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't have his name yet. My wife and I, we weren't positive on what to name this boy. He, we left the hospital unknown, uh, you know, unsure. And we were just waiting for that Euro event that was taking place at the same time. Right. And and, he, and then Lucas Glover won. We're lucky that Arjun Atwal didn't win. <laughs> so, uh, so my reason for Herbert is you sent me a bracket that your son filled out that had oh, yeah. Lucas Herbert winning. Right. And he's very good at picking brackets. He is. It's weird. So I picked him because of that. Okay. Is that a really good analysis that you'll hear on any other podcast? Well, so then you have two you have two players in that bracket, and then you have uh I do Cam Young and Homa. So then you gotta go up to this other area at some point. I do. Yeah. Unless you don't want to build optimally like a fucking idiot. So I have one player that I just plugged at the end. So I'll tell we'll just plug him in at the end. Okay. The, the other one I picked was Siwoo Kim. Oh, match play specialist Pete Die Guy. Yeah. Is that true? He loves P. Dye. Great. He is decent at uh, match play. He's won this year Great. already. Yeah. I don't know. He's not getting a ton of love. It's kind of weird. To I noticed that as well. And Siwoo Kim's just like a – he's either going to destroy you or you're going to destroy him. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of how he plays golf. Because if he's getting destroyed, he just quits and goes home, mm-hmm. as he's said out loud. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I hadn't heard his name, and you just gave even better reasons. So cool, but I just I didn't hear his name. He seemed like a very volatile guy, and in a very volatile event, feels like a good pick. So that's what I'm going with. Okay. And then, and then my last uh, plug-in is uh, Nick Taylor. I was gonna say <laughs> that's all. <laughs> yeah. And my reason is I just wanted to use the salary, and he fit in the spot. So. <laughs> I like that. That is um, these picks are slightly, slightly more uh, advanced than just flipping a coin. Slightly. Okay, so what? So then, did you look at match play record when you considered no. or no? Why? Here, so, uh, you want me to rant? Is that why you asked? <laughs> Maybe. What? what I why, why, could someone be good at match play? Like, how Maybe. are they good? At- Maybe, maybe, but also, how do you know? There's just no way to know. Like the most most people in this field don't have enough um, enough match play matches played mm-hmm. for it to even matter. Like, a, like a lot of these dudes are like have played seven matches. Like, okay, whatever, seven or less. Cool. That doesn't tell me anything. And then you got the guys like the Kizzes or the or the Spees that have played a bunch or the Kucher. Or the Coochers that most of them have played like a lot. And all of them are like 50%. Maybe 58 get up to 60. Coochers at 60. Or they get down to like 40. But all of them that have played, or I should say most. There are some very few exceptions. But most people that play a bunch of match play are just 50%. You're just flipping a coin. No, no, and okay. then, and the other part of that is, if you're just straight looking at winning, winning or losing percentages, mm-hmm. it doesn't tell you anything because you don't know who they played. You would have to look yeah. at every yeah. match, or like Mav McNeely in there that you mentioned uh, we talked about earlier today. Mm-hmm. He has a win in there that's from withdraw, I believe, right? I think so too. Yeah. So, and there might be more like that. So, if hmm. you're looking at a percentage that. Uh, and a lot of percentages are just based on like a small sample size. You have the only way for it to be valuable is to know exactly what happened in all those matches, who the people were 
if the people were even any good at the time, like just just looking up at looking at straight win and loss percentages means nothing in general. Plus, most of them are like fifty percent anyway. So yep. that's okay. And this is just a it's a coin flip. Okay, so then do you look at winning trends? No. Why would you? <laughs> well, because if you didn't look at them, then you may end up accidentally clicking someone that didn't finish in the top ten within their last four starts. Do you know do you know why the the fifteen and the fifteen had finished in the top ten in their last four starts? Because everybody invited to this event is like top fifty in the world. No <laughs> shit they have a top ten. They're good fucking golfers. Wow, shocking. Well, seven of the last eight winners had reached the eight round of eight in the previous Mel Dell match play event. How do you explain that? It's the same thing because it's only people that play that are really good golfers. No, it's the same people keep going to the finals in this thing over and over again. It's because they're good at match play. They're good at golf. (laughs) They're good golfers. You have to have won two times previously on your in your career on the PGA or DP World Tour. What if you didn't have two wins? Eliminated. It doesn't matter. Okay, whatever. You can look at these trends. This guy is on Twitter. Um, All those else? trends are basically just saying that a lot of good golfers play in this event. So you just pick the good golf. Like it's just it makes it's stupid. I think no offense to that person that put in hard work, but it's just no offense to Ron Kloss. His name is Ron. Anyone named Ron on Twitter, you never know. Ron Uh, Ron works very hard and researches a lot. So I uh, commend him for that. But I don't think these trends mean a thing. No offense. Okay. Well, Quaggis and I identified a person in match play that ended up beating the Tiger Woods at one point. Mm. Now, that person's name started with beer so that might have been the reason why we clicked him that week nothing to do with his putting but <laughs> we use that as a reason uh his putting lucas Beregard from 10 to 15 feet it popped this is a couple years ago quagnus i remember well who's putting good from 10 to 15 feet in this tournament well it's hard to tell how to even qualify that like is it 10 to 15 feet one putts is it the they make their second putt like every time. Like, I don't know. How do you even figure out 10 to 15 feet? Is it strokes gained from there? Like, how does this even work? I didn't look at any of that. I just looked in total one putts from 10 to 15 feet. Like, you make them and you know you can. Our guy, Svenny, is number oh. one. We have for our friend Monty. Yes, Montgomery. Monts. Davis Riley likes to putt. Justin Su. My oh, guy, Sung Jay. He's in there. Denny. De- uh, Decky, Cashmere Keith, Tom Hoagie, Siwoo, Putnam. Are you just going to name the entire field? Those are, yeah, the, I just wanted to keep naming names that we had talked about. <laughs> uh, but from five to 10 feet, Montgomery's number one. Ben oh, Griffin, yeah. Jason Day, Denny McCarthy, Hoagie's there, Siwoo's there. So you're picking good names. Thank I you. think, that, you know, besides being good at putting, having good off the tee game, uh, being a good uh, match play player, liking the grass, whatever else. You have to not be a pussy. Oh, (laughs) it's true. Have you heard this reason? Yeah. Well, uh, because what happens is if you're a mental midget, like we know Justin Thomas can be sometimes, and that's why he is not even decided to show up because he he knows he's not, he has no chance. (laughs) So why show up? So he did not. Because what happens is that JT will hit it close, or a guy will hit it close. Use JT for example, and then a guy like Kisner sucks the whole hole, but will drain his twenty footer for par, and JT will have that five footer for birdie, and he will miss and he will tie. I believe that was Darbo who said this last year that you need the mental ninja. I think Darbo calls him. Yeah. So we need some guy that's not a pussy that's got some like balls. Right? Yeah. Okay. Who so are those guys? Go find those guys. Are you locked in on Kiz then? Kiz is that guy, right? I think you could be locked in on Kiz, even though he's been god awful lately. But he has shot two rounds in the 80s in his last like 15 rounds. Yeah, not good. <laughs> Notice that. Um, and what's funny is that it, it. I was thinking I'd show up to Vegas looking at who would emerge from this pod and I'd get like Kisner at pretty good odds. And Kisner's by far the least likely to come out of the Homa Matsuyama group, he's plus 575, 
which is one of the worst odds to get out of anybody that's on this list. So Kisner, they don't even like him in Vegas, even though he's got that match play record. Um, what else do we need to look at? There's no model. No. Okay, so then there's more strategy involved, which is um, you got to maybe consider who they're paired against day one, match one, round one. Mm. Because, Quagnus, if they don't win their first match, I am told they only have a 20% chance of advancing. Interesting. Yeah. So you have to win day one, match one, round one in order oh. to give yourself the best chance. So there's there's things to consider. You have to then maybe use game theory, I'm told, <laughs> uh, which is weird. But also, potentially, that could involve fading the top seeds, okay? So you see there's a top seed in each of these little pods. Mm-hmm. Only 33% of the time are these top seeds advancing. So that means that, which is obvious because there's more names that aren't the top seeds. So it is kind of like it's a math problem here. Like it should be about 3366. But that just proves that of the four names, you're only getting the top one out 33% of the time, which actually that's more than 25%. So that's more than the expected. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how that works, but I guess you have to be (laughs) careful of how you're doing things. Um, We are um, due to be. Oh, uh, are we due for the good to be good, considering that a lot of the time, bad are good? Should good be good? Because, Quagnus, what happened? Liv, Liv took a whole Sweet 16 with them. They did. I mean, Liv, there was one pod last year I looked up that was entirely made of Liv people. Wow. So four of the names are already gone. And then there's like at least 16 that I could think of that could be in this bracket that would make it a lot better. And we wouldn't have the likes of Davis Thompson or Stallings for sure. But either way, that might mean though, that good are going to be better and that good could emerge and that this trend of being bad is better could go away because there's only, there's a lot more cream at the top this year. What do you think about that? Jish? Yeah, I think that's probably. I saw somebody tweet something similar to that. The who was it? Um, was it Rick Gaiman? I think Rick Rungood tweeted the, the percentages that you were just talking about, and then yep. I don't remember who it was, but they retweeted that, and they're like, "I would not be shocked if that number started to increase, mostly because this the strength of this field this year, and well, they might not do this ever again, but if they did do it ever again." will be continually be lower in theory yeah. because a bunch of good people are not here anymore. Okay. Yeah, I can see it. Okay. That's the strategy stuff I thought of. Um, oh, oh, actually, let's go to my roster. It will lead me to a one more reason to consider this week, which is you need Quagnus young energy. What are you looking at, Quagnus? I'm looking at previous results because Moose's site doesn't have it. And God, Kisner last year. I mean, it's it's kind of scary. He, didn't he win? Kisner. You, Kisner's not young energy. He's not in good form. He's actually shitty. But Vegas doesn't like him. He hasn't played well. Match play results don't matter, according to Josh. There's a lot of reasons that you should not even do this. Don't do this. You're doing Kutra already. Good God. <laughs> <laughs> the same person. What we want is a guy. It's five days of golf in the middle of the, you know, prep for the Masters. You really think that these guys care? Like, let's get some young energy that we know will want to play. Do you recall DJ? I think it was the third place game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did not care. He showed up and didn't care. I want young guys. Okay? So that leads me to my roster and my bracket. You can join our bracket thing, whatever it's called, on – Dell.com. I don't even know where the hell it is. Whatever. You can find that link on our pages. Okay. My roster is filled with young bucks. Hell so yeah. Take young players that have the energy that want to play here. And that is obviously Sung JM. Of so course in the is. upper left quadrant, I've got M emerging. But I also have, you know, I'm not sure which is going to be better, M or Morikawa. 
So I've got them in my Sweet 16, and I have him emerging, but it could be a nice epic battle between my two favorite guys, Colin Morikawa, Sung J M there. So that's how I've started anchoring my roster. I'm also, uh, this is a pro Cam Young podcast. So we got to use Cameron Young. So I've already done that. That's uh-huh. going to be tough for me to fill in the rest of my roster, except for the fact that I fell in love with the young Billy guy. Horschel. Gala. Oh. No, Billy Horschel's old. He's like my age. Uh, <laughs> The Gala? I don't know how old he is, but he's not young, uh, old. He's 25 or something. So use him in that area. Nobody's talking about that. He's going to beat the shit out of Fitzpatrick. He's going to be the shit out of Tom Hoagie. And Rory and Hatton, those guys aren't even going to make it out. So I got the Gala coming. All right. Of course. $7,400 for the putting master of the world. Montgomery, yes. Taylor Montgomery? Oh, boy. Uh, is he going to beat Smith? I don't know. Is he going to beat Homa? I don't know. Is he going to beat Sam Burns or Patrick Hanley? I don't know. It's going to be tough to beat anybody else, but he's there, 7,400, so I got to click him. He can get half the part. That leaves me $6,500. Okay, so what did I do? Uh, oh, wow. Oh, I picked Putnam. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Because Putnam will give me Cam Young versus Putnam. I got Thigala versus Cam Young. We got either Morikawa or M versus Montgomery. And we're going to the finals with M and Cam Young. Okay. There you have it. But uh, I, I'm told by somebody on this podcast already today that you need to spend all your money. Yeah. I, I couldn't do that. <laughs> I didn't say you had to. I just said somehow people did that. And it didn't affect them negatively. <laughs> Shocker. Um, we do know that there's luck involved, so be careful out there. I'm very happy that the actual right answer, which nobody seems to actually think is the right answer, was the second pick, most picked on this poll. 90% of luck is required. Yeah, it's it's way more than that. But I'm I'm happy that people are learning. I'm shocked that 50% of people think it's 50% luck. I am, I am also, skill. I am also shocked that that was the first highest. But that is Did you qualify that poll as DFS golf? Because maybe they're getting confused about, like, I don't know, baseball. That's a good question. Winning good at PGA DFS. Okay. I don't know how much, obviously, I could, or how much more. I didn't I read it. You didn't. You're an ass. <laughs> Did you make a Corrales Punta Cana lineup? Because this is the tournament that we're also using for league this week. So we had to do that. Um, it's pretty bad uh, total field. And it keeps getting worse as these people drop out. <laughs> Look at all that. EBR week, boys. Okay. So you, uh, I know Josh loves to take Wyndham Clark. No. 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 <laughs> so Josh, I, oh, you, you make just want my lineup? I actually sure. didn't play EBR. Even though I know he's going to be in the model when I run it, I mean, he's probably going to win. Okay. But I didn't, I didn't have room, so I didn't Who'd play. You take? What? Who did you start your lineup with for the Puta? I start with Pendrith. Okay. Oh, oh wait, oh this is going to be very funny. Actually, this is great timing. Our guy Mondo, who talks about badly every week. Oh yeah. Uh, I played badly in my lineup because oh, of Mondo. So did I. Okay, at seventy five hundred, he he le- legitimately is like playing like pretty good. Yeah, seventy five hundred in this field is very cheap for how. Yeah, good that, that's too. I mean, he could honestly be where Grio is. That's a, right. I totally agree. He could easily be like like eighty five hundred. Um. Yeah. So I, that's funny that he just popped in because I badly was there. Um, really what did I say? I started with Pendrith. Actually, I really wanted to play Jaeger, but he's not playing anymore. Okay. So, and then I played the guy in between Jaeger and Shank. Dietrich. Okay. I think if uh if if EVR doesn't win, I think Dietrich's gonna win. Okay. I I like Dietrich. Is that so okay? You, you picked Penny, Dietrich, Battley. Who else? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did I stayed so far away from the six thousand dollar range because there are so many fucking terrible golfers in this golf tournament. Yeah. So this is very balanced. Um the next one, uh I think he's like eight thousand. Nicardi. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, good guess by me. Uh, Nick Hardy staple in the uh, um, the model. At least he was uh, for a while. He hasn't been in there in, in a while, but uh, who else I got here? 
Oh, oh, I picked a guy just because his name is fun. You ready for oh, this? Right. Sure. 7,600. He's right there in the middle of your screen. MJ Daffy. It's Duffy, you dipshit. Duffy. <laughs> is it Duffy? There's no way it's Duffy. Well, you don't watch golf, obviously. I don't. I don't watch MJ Daff Duffy. Oh, you didn't watch like the PGA Championship when he was in contention and they said it for three straight days? And Wait then all a second. The you, don't, you don't watch golf. You're way too fucking busy to well, watch Well, I have it on mute, at least. You're showing but I know I'm, I'm not about to go on to here and pretend name. you daffy ducking this name. <laughs> you. It's Duffy. Uh, okay, uh, last one. It's not that hard to say. Okay, Harry well, that was there. And then I'm done. Harry Balls. Okay, good. Not Harry Higgs, Harry Hall. Also, oh, there's two Harrys. The, uh, um, model Weekly. Okay. That line of blows, but it's whatever. I don't really care, to be honest. Clegg, does you need me to tell you the free squares or whatever? Yeah. Badly well, is a free is... square for sure, boys. Maybe. Uh, he didn't fall under the best values compared to their betting numbers that I uh, compared and contrasted. So it looks like the best value overall I'm not positive, but I think it's like Batia, maybe. Akshay. Akshay, I have but then in my lineup. Of okay, so did you take Patrick Rogers? Because he feels like the biggest value in terms of the betting board because he's like fifth in the betting board, and he is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth here. So that gives him a little value. No, I missed him by 400 bucks. Okay, so you did take Bakhtia. What about uh, these values? The um, Sam Stevens, you heard of him? He's 7,900. I've heard of him. He uh, he was like number three in the model for, uh, was Puerto Rico recently? I think Puerto Rico. Okay. Yeah. I want to say the best value potentially overall is Kevin Tway. Oh, is he back? <gasps> is it Kevin Tway? Now... This field is filled with trash can human beings, so like it's hard to even pretend that this is a value. But I think at seventy three hundred, he's a PGA Tour winner. His father was a PGA Tour winner, and uh, I don't know what else to say. He had one. <laughs> he had one round a few weeks ago that spiked, and so the stats showed up. So I'm not positive if that's uh, the reason why uh, now people are betting him. But it seemed like his betting number was a lot shorter than his. Or it was like 80 to 1, and the people in this area are like 110 to 1. So hmm. that's where that came from. Um, Harry Endicott, he's $7,000. Hmm. People are betting him to win. Um, oh, are you just, gonna, wait a second. Are you just giving us free squares because that's who's, who people are betting on? Is that who the no, free I'm squares just, are? You didn't listen. I said I'm comparing the betting number to their DraftKings number. So oh. basically, like I went through the betting board, and I was like, why is this guy here, but he's all the way down here on the DraftKings list? I don't know anything about anything. So why is that? This that doesn't make any sense. So those are the names I'm just showing. Spiking. Okay. Great. Um, what else? Um, I was trying to show the screen at the same time. Uh, there's Ryan Moore at $6,900 because maybe people have heard of him before, but he's only made three of his last 10 cuts. And he yeah. made like two yeah. total cuts all of last year. Um, maybe because this guy is an unknown, he's a value. But Eric with a K, Compton, oh, sure. Eric, the, the you know not Compton with a K, Eric with a K. But that's a value. Maybe at sixty seven hundred dollars. I have no idea. I'm not clicking him. I'm clicking these names. Wyndham Clark is very underpriced at ten five. He could be eleven five in this field of trash names. I have Dietrich as well because $9,600, that's also very low. I could put him in the 10K range or you could switch him with any of the names. Like Joel Damon shouldn't be 10-3. That's very overpriced. Consider following me on Sunday evenings when I'm tweeting, predicting the pricing. I like, I've seen this Novak character. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, what's his first name even? Oh, shoot, I can't click. He was, uh, he was six. Yeah, Andrew. bottom bottom priced, I think, last week. $6,000. Yeah, so he's here, and he's fine. He's playing good. He's $7,800. And then Dylan Wu, why aren't we going back to Dylan Wu at $7,700? Sure, yeah. 
I like that. That feels like a free square almost. We're doing Baddeley. We're team Baddeley this week. I'm sure that Quagnus will come around to it. And that leaves me with $6,900 left. And mm. if you scroll to $6,900, you will find either a guy that's got my name, Ekrote. Mm. <laughs> kind of into sometimes. But I'm not going to not do it. Yeah. Tyson Alexander. I've been talking about how his dad was a coach of the Florida Gators. He finished okay at the yeah. Houston Open in the fall. Uh, no idea, but he's there. $6,800. He's a teammate with Billy Horschel at one time. So I'm clicking him. That's my last name in. 10-9-7-7-7-6. Nice clicks. They're great. I did try to make like more than one lineup, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> it's impossible. So I don't know. Maybe <laughs> next year for a league we will skip this event, but whatever. No, this is fun. Yeah. All right, thanks for watching. The next week is the Valero Texas Open, and then we're on to the Masters. So don't forget, right now, you can DM me, Dan Realchi, and tell me you want one of those T-shirts, or you can write a review on our iTunes, and I'll put that into the drawing. You can also retweet whatever we do over the next few weeks on the Fantasy Golf Pod on Twitter. You'll get into the drawing that way. Sweet, sick T-shirt. Now, they're not the shitty... Uh, like the disintegrate t-shirts that the logo will just go away after three washes in the wash. Not like that. They're a uh, dry fit. So these are decent t-shirts. I paid $20 per shirt. So nice. all in after shipping it to you, it's gonna be like 30 fucking dollars. So you better want it and wear it. That's why I'm not gonna just try to give it to someone who's like, Oh, no, thanks. So there you go. <laughs> <sighs> All right, I got to go home. I got to see my family and do those things. It's Tuesday. It feels weird. It feels like a Wednesday. Yeah, it does feel like a Wednesday. All right. Uh, follow. Oh, Sweet Spot DFS. You can find his content there. Just Swish will tweet out the model for Punta Cana tomorrow. Yeah. Wagnus, thanks for joining us. Cheers to you. Play Cheers. that music, sir. Okay. Okay.